This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 51. Hey, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips gives you a quick and easy tip to improve your tennis game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. In today's episode, I'm going to do two of my favorite things. I'm going to talk about the tennis rules and I'm going to answer a listener question. So, While you're not allowed to have on-court coaching during your tennis matches, you probably know that already, the USTA's rules of tennis allow you to look at notes on court. That's pretty clear. But can you look at notes on court in the middle of a game between points? Can you put your notes in your pocket and then pull them out to review right before you serve? What's the rule on this and what's the best way to make use of notes on the tennis court? In this episode of Tennis Quick Tips, we're once again looking at the rules of tennis. Now, I recently got a question from a Tennis Quick Tips listener asking me what I thought about the way they used their notes on court. You know I love to talk about tennis rules, and I really do love it when you send me your questions and I get a chance to answer them here in a podcast episode. So you may remember back in episode 29 of Tennis Quick Tips, I talked about how I used an on-court cheat sheet before and sometimes during my matches. As I pointed out in that episode, Rule 30 addresses the issue of coaching and in general does not allow for it. There are exceptions to this, but I'm not going to go into all of those because if you're really concerned about getting or giving on-court coaching, you need to look at the rules very carefully. Instead, what I pointed out in episode 29 was USTA comment 30.1 of the rule, which states that, quote, a player may bring to the court written notes that were prepared before the start of the match and may read these notes during the match, end of quote. I then went on to explain how I personally use a little white note card that I keep in my bag. It's my tennis cheat sheet. And it has all kinds of notes on it that I usually look at before my matches and sometimes between sets. This type of on-court coaching is perfectly legal under the USTA's rules and you often see it with junior level players. Well, as I said, I got a question about using notes on court from a tennis quick tip listener. Here's the question. Hi, Kim. I'm listening to your podcast and love it. I have a great cheat sheet in my bag, however wondered whether the rule USTA comment 30.1, a player may bring to the court written notes, extends to notes in your pocket, or is that beyond bringing to the court? I have a few notes that I refer to when going to get a ball from the corner, etc., but I'm not sure if it is legal. First off, I want to thank the listener who sent this in. I am always asking you guys to send me your questions, and when someone does, well, I get very excited. This listener didn't give me a name, or otherwise, I'd be very happy to give him or her a shout-out right here. So while I wish I could do that, I can't. But just know, if you send me a question that I answer here on Tennis Quick Tips, I'll be happy to mention you in the episode. Second, I want to clarify 
the rule that we're talking about on using notes. This rule is actually found in a USTA comment. I usually quote from the USTA comments very freely, but I know many of you are listening in from countries outside of the United States, so I think it's important to point out that for players outside the US, the comments may not be binding. The rules of tennis are determined by the ITF, the International Tennis Federation. And these rules apply in almost all countries where tennis is played, and certainly in countries which are part of the ITF. While the USTA is a member of the ITF, the USTA does not have the power to change the rules of tennis all by itself. The comments that are included in the USTA's publication of the rules of tennis, the friend at court, tells us that these comments are not part of the ITF rules of tennis, but, quote, they are considered binding authority and therefore enforceable in USTA sanctioned tournaments, end of quote. So if you're playing in the U.S., the comments can be considered binding just like the rules. But if you're playing outside the United States, you need to consult the rules put out by your own tennis governing authority, as they may or may not allow for the use of on-court notes. So here's what I think. The provision of the rule that allows you to bring notes to court is found in Rule 30, which is the rule on coaching. This rule tells us that, quote, coaching is considered to be communication, advice, or instruction of any kind and by any means to a player, end of quote. So it sounds like notes would qualify as coaching, right? But then comment 30.1, which we've been discussing, says, quote, a player may bring to the court written notes that were prepared before the start of the match and may read these notes during the match, end of quote. So obviously, notes are allowed. And in fact, as the rule states, there are limited situations where on-court coaching is allowed in non-USTA team events, for example. So it's not that the USTA has absolutely prohibited on-court coaching. All of which is to say that I think it would be fine to have notes in your pocket and pull them out to look at on-court in the middle of a game. However, I can see a problem if, in doing this, you end up violating the time rules. Now, you may remember back in episode 49 of Tennis Quick Tips, which was called How Much Time is Too Much Time on the Tennis Court, we talked about just how much time the rules of tennis allow you to do various things on court. These time limits are set out in Rule 29, which is the Rule on Continuous Play, and it states, quote, As a principle, play should be continuous from the time the match starts when the first service of the match is put into play until the match finishes. A. Between points, a maximum of 20 seconds is allowed. When the players change at the end of a game, a maximum of 90 seconds are allowed. However, after the first game of each set and during a tiebreak game, play shall be continuous and the players shall change ends without a rest. At the end of each set, there shall be a set break of a maximum of 120 seconds. The maximum time starts from the moment that one point finishes until the first service is struck for the next point. End of quote. So according to Rule 29, you get 20 seconds between points, 
90 seconds to change ends of court between games, and two minutes between sets. And of course, we can't forget Rule 21 on when to serve and receive, which states, quote, the server shall not serve until the receiver is ready. However, the receiver shall play to the reasonable pace of the server and shall be ready to receive within a reasonable time of the server being ready, end of quote. So the server has to wait for the receiver to be ready, but the receiver can't wait around all day to get ready as he or she needs to play to the reasonable pace of the server. I bring these time rules up because the one thing I know you can't do is slow down a match. As Rule 29 says, as a principle, play should be continuous. So, to address the situation raised in the listener's question, I believe you can look at notes on court, even between points and during a game. There's nothing prohibiting that. However, if you're constantly pulling out notes to look over during a game and that slows down the match at all, I would think you could get in trouble for violating Rule 29, the time rule. And I think you'd be surprised how very little time you have between points. You may think 20 seconds is plenty of time, but if you're serving, you really need several seconds to calm yourself and go through your service ritual. And if you're returning, you need time to get in position and come up with your plan on return. If you were doing this during a USTA tournament and caused a delay between points, according to the USTA's point penalty system, which you can find in the regulations, you would receive a warning for your first offense and then a one-point penalty for every offense after that. If you were doing this just during a regular, unofficiated league match, while you could certainly get away with it, you probably wouldn't be perceived as being the most fun person to play tennis with, and you might see some drop in the number of times you're invited to play matches, and you might see complaints filed against you with the league. Ultimately, while all of this rules talk is very interesting, at least in my opinion, here's what I think is the real problem with pulling notes out on court. It's not that it's illegal on-court coaching, because it's not. It's not that you might violate the time rules by doing it, because you probably won't and probably no one would complain if you did. Rather, it just gives your brain too much to think about. While we all have things we hope to accomplish when we're playing a match or that we want to remember, looking at notes between points as opposed to on changeovers or set breaks might have a tendency to overload your brain. I think when you're out on court between points, there might be one, maybe, probably not, two things that you can try to remind yourself about. But more than that, and I think you end up taking your focus away from what is happening on court right now and what is happening with the specific opponent you're playing. You really want to play in the moment, and I believe looking at notes might take you out of that. However, I have a suggestion for something you could try, and it's something that I do. I actually have a little sticker inside the throat of my racket. It says, Calm Aggression. And you can see a picture of it if you look at the show notes for this episode, which you can find over at tennisfixation.com slash 
Quick Tips 51. Now, I didn't come up with this very brilliant sticker idea all by myself. I first saw it in a post on one of my favorite blogs that I like to read, The Road to 4-5 Tennis. It was in a post called Racket Tattoos, My Secret Weapon, and was such a great idea that I immediately put it into use. I've gone through a variety of messages and reminders on my racket stickers, but for now, this calm aggression idea is the one simple thing I try to remind myself about in every match I play and on every point. I have a tendency to get very excited and bounce around a lot when I play tennis. So I need to constantly remember to play calmly, but not passively. So I use the words calm aggression to remind me of the style of play that I'm trying to use in my matches and the type that's usually most successful for me. The thing I like about this little sticker is that it gives me one very simple thing to think about on court. And because it's small and stuck on my racket, it's always easy for me to see and is very unobtrusive. No need to pull anything out of any pockets. No one is going to accuse me of violating any time rules by looking at this little sticker, since most of my opponents won't even know it's there. So let me sum up my answer to the listener's question on looking at notes between points. First, I do believe Rule 30 allows you to have notes in your pocket and pull them out between points on court. So if you're comfortable with doing that and want to continue with it, go right ahead. Second, I would, however, caution anyone doing this to be careful of violating the time rules. 20 seconds between points may sound like a lot of time, but it's often less time than you think. And third, instead, I recommend putting a little sticker inside the throat of your racket to remind you between points of the one and only one thing you want to accomplish or remember out on court. So let me know your thoughts on this. I'd really be interested to hear what any of you think, especially if you're a tennis official or a coach or have some kind of experience with this, maybe with junior players. You can let me know by leaving a comment at the show notes for this episode, which will be at tennisfixation.com quicktips51. And don't forget, all during the month of August, we're doing quick bodyweight exercises that are fast, easy, and perfect for increasing your tennis fitness. You can find a calendar with each day's exercises by checking out the resources and links I give in the show notes. You'll find something called Quick and Easy Summer Tennis Fitness Calendar for August 2014. Click on that and there's a downloadable PDF calendar that you can get for free. You can also follow along with these summer tennis fitness exercises on my Tennis Fixation Facebook page and on my Tennis Fixation Instagram, where I'm using the hashtags Tennis Fitness and Summer Tennis. I hope you'll email me with your tennis questions or if you have suggestions about what you'd like to hear on Tennis Quick Tips. You can always reach me at kim at tennisfixation.com. All of my contact info, other Tennis Quick Tips episodes, and a ton of other great tennis tips can be found at tennisfixation.com. Thanks for listening and happy tennis.